I'm the vote you want. <laughs> I am the swing vote that will make or break this election. <laughs> Stick around for the rant of a century from a Karen who can't stop. <laughs> I'm Bridget Pettacy, and this is your dumpster fire for the weeks of January 5th to January 19th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. 2024, election year, life is absurd, humans are irrational, irreverence is our coping mechanism. We make burgers out of your sacred cows and our sacred cows. Everyone's sacred cows are getting burgers made out of them while we can still eat meat and not bugs. <laughs> Starting it off with electile dysfunction 2024. <laughs> Trump wins bigly in Iowa. This is not a surprise unless you were living in a hopeful delusion where this whole timeline didn't exist. <laughs> People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. As opposed to once. We all knew he was going to secure the nomination easily. And now we're here. We're entering into another Biden-Trump election officially. You know what I became aware of? Something that I find interesting? I'm the vote you want. <laughs> Mr. Trump. I'm the vote that will win this election. The suburban mother, American Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm the coveted vote. You're the coveted I demographic. I have so much power. <laughs> I am the swing vote that will make or break this election. <laughs> the power is all mine. It is interesting. It is interesting that the suburban mother out there is the the vote that will make or break America. Oh my goodness. I am flying right off the handle. <laughs> because they really came out strong, particularly in the midterms, against the red wave because of all the Roe v. Wade stuff. But now I'm not sure how they're feeling. I should get on the ground and start interviewing you. By the way, if you are a suburban mom living in America and you want to weigh in on how you're feeling about the 2024 election, we want to hear from you. We have heard from a bunch of women in this demographic. We want to hear from all of you actually going into this election. We have a series, Letters from the Politically Homeless, and we are going to be doing some live streams, reading these letters and talking about them throughout the year. But we want to hear from you. How are you feeling? Where are you at? As we enter this gerontocracy, what are your deep-seated feelings about America and what is to come? Are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? Email us, I am politically homeless at gmail.com, and we will get out, reach out to you if it's something we want to publish. I don't know. I think it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I have a theory that he's going to lose and then he's going to run in 2028 against Hillary. Because you're wealthy and you can give more money to something. And we will never escape the loop that we entered in 2016. <laughs> Citizens to be able to vote. So it is the loop we will never be free from. Uh, I hope that they will see their way to doing it. It's oh, just man. some combination of Obama and Trump. 
it's like and Hillary and Hillary Biden, who's really Obama. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it would be funny. I mean, who is running this administration? It is not Biden. No. Speaking of which, Trump being the hilarious person, as Michael Malice always says, that we don't deserve, posted on his Instagram account a video mocking the White House for being a retirement home for (laughs) olds. At White House Senior Living, our residents feel right at home. Our vibrant facility offers delightful activities and outings. How bad does Biden have to be that it makes Trump seem like he's in his 60s. Right, because they're like the same age or close he's to it. He's close to it. They're like three years apart or something. But they don't seem like they're three years apart. I mean, seriously, this is it, it's delusional of Trump to think he's not right behind him getting fed pudding from the staff at the White House. Exquisite house-made meals. Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. I've been eating all, all Italian food, basically. And ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. White House Senior Living, where residents feel like presidents. That's how bad Biden is. Trump thinks he's in his 60s. Yeah. I mean, this video is like, I don't know if you were saying, like, I don't know if he made it or if he just, like, they found it and posted it themselves but right was it like the trump staff its tone is just spot on like it just hits the nail on the head for what it's trying to do it's it's ridiculously effective (laughs) i do i go back and forth like i i you know entertainment wise (laughs) the entertainment factor Uh is something that i really appreciate i also think we need someone just unhinged enough to make the other dictators in the world afraid we're gonna nuke them and that trump did have that unpredictable streak he did love to do the the slap and tickle with the dictators (laughs) he'd nuke one of their generals and be like i love this guy (laughs) we should do a series This year, particularly with the rise of AI and everything being fake, but also everyone being beyond parody and having no idea if what they're saying, it's so many levels of trying to figure something out. First level is, is this real or is this something just someone on 4chan made? The second level is with Trump often, but with any of these leaders or anyone, period, did this actually happen or is this something they're just blatantly lying about to our faces? So you, you've you got to really dig deep to find out if something is true. And we thought we would have a funny segment this year of, is this real or not? Because it's often hard to tell. There's this, I don't know if it's a tweet or a post. I think it was or, on his truth. It was a truth social. Truth social, supposedly. Allegedly. That Trump supposedly posted. The great Cassius Clay used to spar with me. Not many people know that because I don't like to boast. He could never hit me, though. Have you ever seen any bruises on my face? No bruises. He used to say, sir, you are a great dancer. Probably the best there has ever been. Also, thank you, sir, for sparring with a black man. He had tears in his eyes that day. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be real. Did we find out if that's real or not? No, no. We were looking for it actually on Truth Social I, we didn't dig very deep, but we couldn't really find it. <laughs> no, because his truth social is just a wall of like raging against that slut. What's her name? This is the bad thing that has happened. 
the lawfare that the left has used against Trump has desensitized everyone to anything that might be serious or not. I think everyone, I'm probably a good example of this, is just like, oh, whatever, that's just the DOJ trying to, like, take him down again. Or, oh, whatever, that's just, you know, them overinflating his his evilness. I, I don't think that the average person takes really any of it that seriously, which has been the the downside of using lawfare against a president. People are like, meh, it's probably just them trying to destroy him. <laughs> I've never heard that word before, lawfare. It's really what they're terming the they being commentators and opinion writers and using the law basically like warfare in this election. Oh, I see. And so they're saying this is how the Democrats will kind of play this out as we head into. Although, it, 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 you know, maybe it's their plan. It did solidify his base when they brought all of these accusations. It's it's too much to get into. Yeah. We'll get into it in another week because it'll still play out. It'll be playing out this whole entire election. And But it did, ha- it did kind of hurt DeSantis and anybody else who maybe had a chance because once this started happening the wagons really circled i don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore i read that it's what you can't say that anymore no either. it's some like it's something it's about like native american yeah, attacks yeah, yeah. <laughs> something anti-native american <laughs> trump does have that like lean he leans forward when he talks have you ever seen it's like he's Maybe he learned to lean on his toes from Cassius Clay. He learned he how like, to stay on, the, stay on the balls of his feet. Yeah. <laughs> Cassius taught him that. People say it's weird, but I think it's just him. He learned from Cassius <laughs> to stay off his heels. Join us at Fetazy.com for the unedited version of Dumpster Fire. You get all of the banter. You also get workouts with the ladies. If you are a lady, you get the book club, which is next week. You still have time to read Brave New World if you want to join us. We're going to be doing a Zoom, talking about the book and how creepy it is. We also have Write Club, where you can twice a week just do a writing prompt with us. Really, it's just a way for people to kind of interact, get to know each other, and keep themselves accountable if they want to be writing or creating something. We have a lot more coming always, and mostly... We just love seeing you in there and getting to know you because many of you have become our good friends. If you're wondering what you get at what level, because it is a lot of content, we understand that. Go to Fetacy.com. We just launched a new intro video that's fun and explains all of our content. And in the description, it explains who gets what, where. Please become a patron so I don't die poor and unrecognized in an unmarked grave. forget to like subscribe comment touch my bells and buttons hit those links and i don't know i'm so bad at this parade of morons palestine supporters targeted a cancer hospital in new york city This was one of the more hilarious and dystopian videos I've seen in a while because you're like, is this real? Yes, it is real. There was a parade of free Palestine protesters and they stopped by a cancer hospital to shame the people inside. And they were like, 
shame, shame, they're in the windows. And then it pans to the window and it's a child with a mask on because there's a pediatric cancer center there. this stuff on South Park if you actually tried. It is so disturbing to me. Can you imagine little Timmy who's like, make a wish. I really want a parade. That's all I really want. And then you hear the, the like sounds of the drums and you're like, here's my parade. And it's like, no, Timmy, that parade is not for you. <laughs> they are wishing shame upon you and blaming you for whatever's going on in Palestine because everyone has lost their freaking minds and so it got community noted on one of the posts that was going around it that the people who are behind this cancer center don't actually have anything to do with the funding of what's going on in Israel and Palestine. It's an actual parade of morons. I just try and put myself in the shoes of those protesters and I'm like, I'm the good guy, I think, as I scream at the children with cancer. <laughs> Mommy, why are they them looking at me? <laughs> you can't convince me that these people aren't paid actors, especially the leaders. Maybe the people who join in because they don't have a job and they need something to do. But no one's doing this stuff for free. Someone's getting paid to to organize. And it's also coordinated all over the country. It's it's very it makes me a little Alex Jonesy on the inside. <laughs> it's over for the globalist. Break the conditioning now. They're screaming at the hospital like the doctors are preventing gender affirming care. Yeah, they're just out there screaming. The Jews have colonized Gaza like cancer has colonized your body. Shame. Shame. They never say the Jews, though. They just say Zionists. Uh -huh. That's code for the Jews. I'm really sorry about your dirty, underhanded, backstabbing ways. Your number one dirty Jew fan, Mel Gibson. We all know what you're trying to say. Uh -huh. Just stop using your code word Zionist. We'd like to thank our sponsor, our ride or die, sheathunderwear.com. Sheath Underwear for Men has the fantastic dual pouch system. And it contains the family jewels in a separate pouch. And it also contains a little hole where a, a large hole, I'm sorry, an extremely girthy large hole where you can put the genitalia and it will keep everything nice and compartmentalized. Sheath is the only underwear my husband wears anymore. It's also the best, most comfortable everyday underwear. And I wear it constantly. The sports bras and the undies, they just released these new undies that are so comfy. I need a million pairs of them because I am obsessed. Go to sheathunderwear.com. Use the code dumpster to get 20% off your entire order. That is sheathunderwear.com. Use the code dumpster for 20% off your entire order. Start your new year off with some new underwear. My gosh, be a grown-up. Throw those ratty things away and get some new stuff to feel amazing. Link is in the description below. Stop sending money to big insurance companies that profit off not paying your bills. 
Did you know that 48 million claims on Obamacare last year were denied? That's one in five claims are going to get rejected. It's ridiculous. Health insurance sucks. It's confusing. It's expensive. It's frustrating. There is a better way. CrowdHealth was created to get rid of the headaches of health insurance. It is the coolest new thing. For $175 for an individual or $575 for a family of four or more, you'll get access to a community of people who are willing to help out in the event of an emergency. You'll also get telemedicine visits, discounted prescriptions, and more. All this without doctors' networks getting in the way. Let CrowdHealth help with your healthcare needs. You can get started today for just $99 per month for the first three months if you use the code BRIDGET to get the healthcare you deserve. CrowdHealth is not insurance. Learn more at joincrowdhealth.com. That's joincrowdhealth.com, code BRIDGET. Link is in the description below. Important stories we're not ignoring, but everyone else is. We w- this is what I wanted to shoot last week. We're it's going to get it's going to get confusing. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the general overview and then you can do your own research. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would like to explain things simply and we will put some links in the description that will help you hopefully understand, but you can Google these things. The problem with most of the things that I'm going to talk about is no one's ever even heard of them. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to shine the light of awareness because these are the bipartisan things that we should all be caring about. And instead, we're tearing one another apart like good plebs should do. And we should be paying attention to the oligarchy, technocracy, global elites, which I hate saying, although they do exist. It's true. They're out there. (laughs) So what's our first one on the list? Okay. The New York Stock Exchange withdraws its proposal to list natural asset companies. Okay. Natural asset companies, what are those, you might ask? Well, everyone's asking that because nobody knows except for like three people and the people who created them. I will quote people much smarter than myself. Whitney Webb, who is an incredible independent journalist, wrote about this back in 2021 and was way ahead of the curve on everybody. She has a great piece, which we've linked in the description, about this new asset class that A company, IEG, which it's associated with Rockefeller and some other people, it's not really clear, created to essentially make the air, water, earth, all of these natural assets something that can be controlled by foreign investors and other investors under the guise of climate justice or environmentalism. It's so hard not to get into the weeds with this stuff. So I will read you what Carol Roth wrote on The Blaze. We will also link to this article. It might be behind a paywall, but I'll I'll read you something she wrote. The natural asset company designation was created by a group called Intrinsic Exchange Group, a small group that includes folks from various environmental and ecology backgrounds. The group's own website is sketchy about who is supporting them, but several other sites have reported support from Rockefeller Foundation, among other entities. Their new company idea is to allow these NACs to use their money to buy the ability to control or manage productive public and private land and other natural resources. Their stated 
purpose in doing so is not to make a profit or be productive, but rather to protect, conserve, restore, and preserve these natural assets. It's very unusual to create a new company format, like an LLC or like uh, an S-Corp. What's even more unusual is that they created their own accounting system just completely out of thin air, which should definitely raise eyebrows and make you suspicious of what the F is going on because it's not in any way, shape, or form about actually making money. It also gives control to whoever is investing in these funds. So there was a big movement to put pressure on the SEC and write on their website. And people like Carol Roth had letters that you could reformat, and they withdrew the proposal. However, that doesn't mean that it's going to not sneakily appear somewhere else, because like whack-a-mole, this is what happens. This is what's happening with the independent contractor rule. If they can't get it through by legislation, they will generally just bureaucratically enforce it. So what we really want next is everybody to put pressure on their representatives and have Congress create a law where this can't be allowed. It could potentially put control of like United States natural assets, water, land, uh, land under the control of foreign governments. It's it it is essentially a resource and land grab under the guise of we know it's best for you and environmentalists and we're seeing this a lot, which is kind of leads to the next story that I'm covering. So anyway, NACs learn about them, know about them. Go read articles about it. Educate yourself about what the heck is as much as you possibly can, because these are the big fights that we have to fight while they're trying to distract us with all this culture war BS. This is the nonpartisan stuff that will affect our future and our children's future and their children's future. China, I agree with Fetterman, China should not freaking be allowed to own American farmland. I'm sorry. Then we have uh, the German farmer strike. Okay, so some of you paid attention when the truckers were striking in Canada. Uh, it's similar. They're, the Dutch just farmers were just striking. You saw riots in Sri Lanka over the fertilizer restrictions. This all comes from the same place, which again are these kind of UN, WEF, climate justice referendums that want to achieve this idea of net zero by X amount of years, which means there will be no carbon emissions and those that do exist will be offset by trees and plants and whatever. And they do this by basically imposing restrictions on farmers and people who are trying to feed the world and the, the population. And it's a way of kind of taking control of the means of that production, which is, again, very unsettling. And the German farmers are standing up to it. It's often positioned in the media, big surprise, as something that the far right is protesting against. If you look at more independent media, the Germans seem pretty supportive of their farmers uh, the railroad might go on strike. The doctors are potentially going on strike. So you're seeing a lot of these industries pushing back against the government overreach. 
I think the best way to explain it in terms of why they are striking, they're standing up to their governments who are imposing increases in fuel taxes and less subsidies as part of the net zero agenda. That's kind of it in a nutshell. And according to the UN on its website, net zero is cutting greenhouse gas emissions as close to zero as possible with any remaining emissions reabsorbed from the atmosphere by oceans or forests, for instance. Now, I am not a climate change denier. I, however, am a elites who fly around in private jets telling poor people what they can and can't eat and they can and can't grow and how they can and can't make a living deny. Wait, I am against that. (laughs) (laughs) You saw them kind of trial balloon this with COVID and a lot of the more conspiratorial, but also people who are kind of canaries in the coal mine were like, they're going to do this with the climate. They're going to try and make all these impositions and restrict freedom, restrict freedom of movement, restrict freedom of the ability to make your living. And they're all going to do it under the guise of climate justice. And no. I don't mean to sound like all these conspiracy theorists, but they're very open about what their ambitions are. Is it a conspiracy if they literally lay it out on their WEF, you know, agenda? We might need to bring back the Sam was right t-shirts. Uh-huh. We discontinued them and now we're bringing them back because Sam was right. So Pay attention to these stories. You don't want to put people in a position where they're suffering and poor and they're inhibited to travel or make a living or grow their own food. You want people to be self-reliant and you want countries to be self-reliant and you want people to be able to take responsibility for their own stuff and not have all of this top-down ordinances and decrees by a bunch of people who are eating freaking steaks on their Hawaii compound fed by macadamia nuts and beer, Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) Speaking of climate change, let's check the weather with Sol Perez. De un miércoles inestable para cortar la semana, la temperatura que todavía mañana se mantiene agradable con dos... eh, Con dos temperaturas que no varían demasiado. 10 grados de mínima, 14 grados la máxima. Thank you, Sol. I love that Sol means sun. It's a perfect name for a weather lady with a nice bum. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons. Tell your friends about this amazing, not a news show, although it was a little more newsy this week. It's not news. We're just, there's so many stories and it's all this culture war stuff always, which is fun to make fun of. But then there are those stories where I'm like, come on, people, we need to unite. And no one's ever heard of them. No, I have smart people who are in the culture wars if they've heard of NACs and they haven't, which is a feature, not a bug. Same with the independent contractor rule, which we will be covering in Breaking Bridget. So stick around for the rant of a century from a Karen who can't stop. (laughs) BDE award. Argentinian president Melee torches the WEF. There was a lot of comparison was being made to this was Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes. He went to the WEF and he spoke 
against all of the things the WEF are doing as essentially anti-human, anti-flourishing, and leading to socialism and all of these bad things historically that we see all over the world that give rise to totalitarianism. Today I am present to inform you that the Western world is facing a significant threat. It is in danger because those who are supposed to defend the values of the Western world are co-opted by a worldview that inevitably leads to socialism and consequently to poverty and economic deprivation. He is fantastic. I appreciate that he didn't take a private jet. He flew commercial, which is unprecedented for the Davos crowd. And he torched them. It was hilarious. To remind our audience, this is the chainsaw-wielding candidate who won the presidency. Mille took a chainsaw to the WEF. It was something to behold. Even creepier was the AI translation that did it in his accent and perfectly translated what he was saying to English and matched his lips to it. So not creepy at all. Side note. (laughs) And now we have all these tech bros because he's a techno optimist and all this stuff, like jerking it on Twitter to it. We live in the coolest, weirdest, most bananas timeline. And I'm terrified for our future. (laughs) (laughs) Dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? The only people who made money off of Snoop's smokeless fire pit stunt was Snoop himself. Hey, we all knew that was going to happen. Who's going to buy a smokeless fire pit? It's witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) I said this before. No one wants this other than probably the WEF. Davos is paying Snoop. Yeah, they had a very successful, huge, giant marketing viral campaign campaign. And it did not translate into sales. It just goes to show you, though, it doesn't always. And the I CEO mean, who's was a smokeless fire pit. Seriously, I know. In this economy, in this economy, yeah. What is? Who is the demographic for this? I really want to know. I mean, they bought like a float at the Macy's parade, based off of the virality of Snoop's oh, thing. Boy, that must have been expensive. Yeah. Well, the CEO got fired, uh. so <laughs> sucks to be him. Okay, and then we have man strips naked and goes for a swim in a Bass Pro tank. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. (laughs) Isn't this America? I'm sorry. I thought this was America. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most American story. I can't remember who it was on Twitter. Somebody said or the European mind has no frame of reference for this. <laughs> <laughs> like a Bass Pro Shop. He jumped in the tank. He crashed in the parking lot, stripped down, jumped into their aquarium and was naked. And people were obviously videotaping it because not videotaping it. <laughs> such, Recording it. Such a boom. I know. People were obviously recording it, and then he had his dinky out. I don't know. We were going to put this in the BDE, but he's clearly not eligible for that. He doesn't qualify. (laughs) Maybe he's a grower, not a shower. It was clearly cold in the tank. I was in the pool! I was in the pool! You mean shrink it? Yes! He was trying to catch some bass with that nightcrawler. I don't like to... Well, no, I do like to small dick shame people, but I don't like to. It's not something they control. 
Alex Jones has really hit rock bottom. That's all I have to say. It was a summer of heaven and a winter of hell. Breaking Bridget. The independent contractor rule goes national. I warned you people. I went on the biggest podcast in the world and warned you people that's what's going to happen. I went on Joe Rogan. I can't remember which episode it was, but I believe it was sometime in 2020 or early 2021 and talked about AB5, which for those of you who don't know and don't watch this show regularly, is a disastrous law that they basically forced through in California and it limited independent contractors. 600 different kinds of jobs were affected by this. They It was so bad they had to create all these carve-outs for it. For people who want to know a little bit about the history of it, City Journal actually just wrote a great, very simple piece outlining AB5, what it was, how it came about, and how now it's basically being nationalized. They tried to get this through as a law. The Biden administration tried to push this through as a law as the PRO Act, which you might have heard of, and it was so unpopular, it failed. And then now they're just doing this thing that makes me crazy and doing the workaround to actually having to have the people vote on a law or a bill and they're just decreeing it by rule. So yeah. they're going to the Department of Labor and the Department of Labor has a new rule. It revises the department's guidance and how to analyze who is an employee or an independent contractor. And so, as they say in City Journal, rather than following the constitutional process for making a law, the administration is legislating by regulation, which, again, we saw a lot of this during COVID, and it drives me insane. And there's people, when I interviewed Representative Kevin Kiley, who was vocally fighting this when I was in California, he was a state representative fighting against this before he became a California representative in Congress. So he was vocally fighting this at the state level. And then now he's fighting it at the federal level as they try and sneak this in. It will be go into effect March 11th. I had Kevin Kiley on Walk-In's Welcome this week. You need to go watch that episode because he lays it out beautifully and talks about all of the carve-outs and who this affects. 27 million Americans are independent contractors. It gives you the freedom to work how you want, when you want, where you want. Do what you want to do, part-time, full-time. We engage in this discussion and we engage in these kinds of work relationships willingly. We're not forced into them. Unlike what will happen if this law goes into effect, rule, I'm sorry, decree, let's call it, goes into effect, where it will force you to either join a union, join a corporation, or go work for the government. You will not be able to be an independent contractor. And it is literally a disaster. There was actually just a study that came out. We will link it in the description that came out yesterday about the disastrous effects of AB5 and was it actually effective because their whole, they being the people who kind of pushed this law, was that it would increase employment. There's been no evidence of that. It hurt independent contractors and reduced employment by a large percentage, and there's no evidence that it increased employment anywhere in any sphere. So 
it's basically been a huge failure. You know it's a failure because they've had to write a million carve-outs to this stupid law instead of just getting rid of it because they're all so ego-driven and backed by unions, they can't possibly back off and take this back. Yeah, I mean, people moved out of the state. So many people affect single moms, people with disabilities, elderly people, all the people who need to have the flexibility to be able to work when and where they want to work. And it takes away our agency. We know what we're getting into. Uh, It's not like when I was a freelancer, I didn't know that I wasn't going to get health insurance. I made that choice. I could have gone and worked for a company. I didn't want to do that. When I was a Playboy, I could have been a staff writer and I decided to stay freelance because I wanted the freedom that it gave me to do other things. We have agency. This takes away, once again, this whole entire episode is basically just the government, like, we know it's best for you. It reminds me of that famous Reagan quote, no one ever wants to hear I'm from the government and I'm here to help. It's these top-down regulations trying to tell these stupid little people what's best for them, and it drives me bananas. We know how to manage our time, and even if we don't know how to manage it and we piss it all away, it's still up to us to piss it away. You shouldn't be forcing people into employment situations that they don't want to get into. Not only does it affect the 27 million Americans who are independent contractors, it affects all the businesses who hire freelance workers. Even me, as somebody who had a business in California, I was constantly like, oh, can I hire this person? Are they, is it a carve out? Is it a graphic designer? Do I need to hire, how much can they work before I need to hire them and take them on as an employee? So not only does it affect you, if you think this doesn't affect you, if you use freelancers in any sphere, if you're a real estate agent, you're there, I think there's a carve out for real estate agents because they're their own class, but You can't hire your photographer. You can't hire your stager. You can't. There's so many other little industries that are affected by this. So if you think this isn't coming for you in one way or another, it absolutely is. And even if you don't think you should care about this because you work at some corporation and it doesn't affect you, it might affect your 20-something-year-old kid who wants to get a freelance job. It might affect your buddy who is a freelancer. There are so many freelancers. This is one of the things that makes this country great is that we are allowed to go work and do what we want to do on our own time and create flexibility for our families and make some extra cash on the side. This is, this does break me. And it breaks me because when people come to me on Twitter and say, hey, tell me the policy number, the bill number, so that when I call my representative, you can't. That's what's crazy because it's not an actual law. It is something that they just decreed and is gonna take effect and affect all these people. So what you can do And Kevin, Representative Kylie said this on the podcast. It does matter when you call your representatives. They do know it's something that you are mad about and care about. So even if you call your representative and make a bunch of noise and say, hey, I want you to be part of the group of people because there are a group of people. I don't even know how this is legal. And Kevin, Kylie is not sure it's legal either. So there are people who are bringing challenges to this, suing the Department of Labor. The the woman who sue is the woman who enforced this in California. She has not even been confirmed by the Senate because her 
policy was so disastrous and it was such a stain on the whole state. And she's still in charge and will be the person enforcing this. Uh, Just get loud about it. Write your representatives. Tell your friends about this. People don't even know, which is, again, a feature, not a bug. People have no idea this is happening, that it's coming. If you ask an average person like, hey, have you heard about this new independent contractor rule that is about to be implemented in March that's going to affect how all independent contractors are classified? Most people haven't heard about it because it's just something that's they're shadily doing behind closed doors. First step is learning about it. Second step, being able to explain what it is. Third step, terrifying all your friends that this is some California nonsense. <laughs> Coming for their jobs. Coming for their jobs. <laughs> Fetacy News. Join us at Fetacy.com for the unedited version of this podcast. As we mentioned, book clubs, right club, workout, cool group of people, unedited version of Dumpster Fire the day before, then the days before it drops. So much awesome extra content behind the paywall and factory settings. My podcast with my husband, that's a big, big thing that's behind the paywall now. If you become a founding member, you get access to I've started doing stand up again. If you become a founding member, I want to show you how humiliating this process is. I also want to be the kind of person that inspires you to learn new things or take risks or do new scary things even when you're 45 years old because you're not that old and you can always learn something new and you can always take a risk. And if you start playing guitar today, in five years, you're going to be good. So just do that thing. I want to show you how awkward and unsettling and bad it can be. I don't want you to just see the polished thing five years from now and be like, I could never do that. You could do it. (laughs) You could definitely do what you want to do. Start writing your book. Start growing the food. Start learning a new skill. My words for 2024 are sanity, levity, clarity, competent. So become competent in something. Become Learn something new. It doesn't matter what it is. You're going to get good at it if you keep doing it. So I'm putting my stand-up online in order for you to see some of the routines I'm working out, see them develop, and it's for founding members. I don't want it just like you've got – It's I'm still slightly insecure about how unpolished and rusty I am, but I do, I do want people to be able to see it if they want. It's fun. I have a weekly gig right now, and it's been a blast. I'm really happy to be back. We're also posting some of my vintage writing, and there's a lot. If you can't afford to be a supporter, I completely understand that. Just subscribe to our newsletter and keep up with all the things we're doing. It's also where I appear on podcasts, where I'm appearing. Um, I'll be in New York in May, for instance, and all of that stuff will always be up in Fetacy News. And it's free. I want to thank all the people who make this possible. Dave Yates, Better Fetacy, Sammy Flaps and Folds, Ben Howe. Can't do this without them. They write, they edit, they research, they're funny. Please follow Dave Yates on all of his social media at Yates Comedy. Go buy his Ha Ha Hot Sauce. It is the best everyday hot sauce, and it is made by your good friend Dave Yates. And also, please thank our sponsors, Sheath and Crowd Health. Please support the people who support us. Crowd Health is really cool. I interviewed Andy for Watkins Welcome, actually, because I really love what he's doing and it like hurts my brain. It's kind of so disruptive. So please go, so go just check it out. It's interesting and different and something needs to be done with healthcare. And I love that he's trying to do something cool and different. 
Thank you, Cousin Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. And thank you, you audience supporters, people we love. That's a terrible heart. <laughs> and now to cleanse your palate, the internet is glorious. You should not be able to sit on the toilet after this. Turn it up! Drop! Drop! Some of y'all didn't have an Adderall for breakfast, and it shows. If you're thinking about going into cardiac arrest, I challenge you to just not. Rise up, rise out! Life is absurd. Don't take yourself so damn seriously. Have fun. Learn new things. Love your family. This has been your Dumpster Fire. For the weeks of January 5th to January 19th, I'm Bridget Fettesee. Now make me rich!